Good morning, good morning, good morning. It's your favorite curly redhead with another episode of Ripples of Healings. Hi, guys. I am your host, your favorite curly redhead. I wanted to let you guys go that I missed you. And I can't wait for us to get back together again when I do these podcast episodes. And, you know, life gets busy, so we kind of get, you know, distracted by a lot of things that happen in our lives. But I want to tell you, I want to give you a testimony on the goodness of God. So yesterday up here, the weather was terrible. It was doing some raining, some sleeting, and some heavy, wet snow. So it made for the roadways and um, side roads to be very slippery, very icy, because the temperature was anywhere between 30 and 32. And so there probably was a lot of accidents on the highways and on the roadways. But this particular, my husband wakes me up and tells me that my oldest daughter was in a car accident. And it was due to the inclement weather. And so about 8 o'clock in the morning, you know, when you woke up telling you that somebody's in an accident, the first thing that comes over you is fear and panic. How about the wonderful God that he is? gave me peace to let me know that he had already taken care of it. So as I get myself together and I'm getting myself dressed to go to the hospital where she's at because her um, boyfriend called us and let us know where she was at. I go, I'm getting myself slowly dressed, but I'm thanking God. I'm thanking God. I'm like, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It could have been worse, God, but it wasn't because you protected us. The word of God says that he encamps his angels around us to keep us safe from harm and danger. And so I thank God that he encamped his angels around that vehicle. And it could have been a lot worse because she told me that she fishtailed and she um, did like a, uh, a 90 degree angle and slammed into a pole and guess what and the airbags deployed but the only thing that really got damaged on the car was the driver's side back door it got damaged and damaged extensively but how good is our God that he protected her life that he kept her from dying that he kept it from being any worse than that went to the hospital she had some severe back pain and they had a neck brace on her um, because she had she had gotten whiplash, but let me tell you another thing that how good our God is. A woman that was behind her, seen the accident, got out her car, helped my daughter, put my daughter in her car, and, and took her to the hospital. Isn't that wonderful? Look how God puts angels in our way to help us in our time of need. So God put an angel. I don't know who that woman is. I don't even know if my daughter still knows who that woman is. But I thank God for that woman. And I thank God and I ask God to bless her abundantly for what she did for my baby. Because like I said, it could have been worse. Oh, but God. But God. And that that's what uh, having a relationship with the father does for us. Because as a good father, he protects his children. But not just us, but everybody that is aligned with us. Everybody that is connected to us by blood or by, blood or by bond, he protects. And so he protected my daughter 
from anything worse happening. And she was, um, she wasn't admitted in the hospital. She was discharged. All the scans came back. There was no broken bones. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And nothing else happened. So I thank God because, like I said, it could have been a lot worse. But God is just so, so good. I am so grateful to be a, called a daughter of the, of the Most High God because He is concerned about me. And He is concerned about every, every part of my life. My children, my children's children, and those children's children are to come. God says he is going to bless me from generation to generation to generation. So even though there are going to be things that happen to us in our lives, I have an assurance that I know that if you are a child of God, you have the same assurance that God will give us peace in the time of our storms, that he will give us peace in the time of our struggle, that he will give us peace in the times of our circumstances. When we can't see it, God has already done it. Where we don't know it, God has already been there. Where we don't uh, um, have any idea what we are supposed to think, God has already came up with the solution. Amen. We don't know what we what what we should pray, but how great is our God that He gives us the Holy Spirit that prays to Him in utterance, in a language that is only between Him and God on our behalf, that we too will have victory. In our circumstances. That is the God that we trust. That is the God that loves us so much. That he would give his son to die for us. That we would have all the benefits of being a child of God. And those benefits are indefinite. Those benefits are, are, should I say, infinite. They are infinite. They are immeasurable because it says in the word of God that he will take care of our needs according to his riches and glory. And since we can't put a, a number on God's riches and glory because God has created the heavens and the earth and everything that is seen and unseen, we can't put a number on those riches as well according to our needs. And the need that, that was brought about yesterday was that my daughter would be safe. And the car, because the airbags deployed, um, was total. But we still have to wait for the adjuster. But my daughter was talking about a new car and um, refinancing her car to get it lower so she can pay it off in a good time and get her a new car. <laughs> well, I don't know if that's the right way to do it. But, but God, you hear what I say? But God. Amen, amen, amen. So today... As usual, I start with a question, a question or two. I'm usually starting with two questions. So the first question is the pursuit of peace. That's what I'm going to call this episode, the pursuit of peace. How many of us desire peace in our lives? How many of us actually have peace in our lives? The pursuit of peace how many of us know about having peace in our lives and, and want in peace in our lives? Remember, Will Smith did a movie about the pursuit of happiness where he just went around running around looking for happiness. But let me tell you something. Peace in our minds, in our souls, in our spirits bring happiness. 
because we're peaceful. Everyone around us. God says as much as you can, try to have peace with everyone around you. Everyone. As much as you can, try to have peace. Pursue peace. That is his word to us. So we're going to start off with a prayer. And then I'm going to dive right into the episode. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, as we come humbly and boldly to your throne of grace and mercy, I thank you, Lord. I thank you for your loving kindness. I thank you for your grace and your mercy. I thank you for the air in my lungs. Lord, I thank you that you woke me up in my right mind. Father, my prayer is that you would open the hearts of all those that are in a listening um, area of this podcast. Father, that they will that that your words would bring hope, that your words would bring light, that your words would bring love, that your words would bring salvation, that your words would bring deliverance, and that your words would bring redemption, Lord God. Father, I pray that everybody that hears my podcast, Lord God, that they will know about this great and wonderful, awesome, loving, kind patient God that loves us so much I pray that they would want to know and want to get to know this God for for themselves and have a relationship with them the way I have a relationship with you Lord I thank you I thank you that you protected my baby I think that you are such a good God and I'm not going to say that I don't have my problems and, and struggles but I am so grateful that for the God who is the peace in my storms. Amen, amen, and amen. Yes, peace, the pursuit of peace. As you can imagine, our lives have become intrusive to our environment and all that's in the world around it. When we hear about these massive superstorms all over the nation and the country, and that they're have been um, that these storms have been um, more intense more intense as the decades go it disturbs our peace when we hear about pandemics and additional variances that have mutated from different symptoms in this pandemic from the same disease it disturbs our peace when we hear on the news about the economics of our country and the countries around us, um, our finances look grim, We're head toward recessions and inflation on a global scale um, never seen before. It disturbs our peace. When we hear about rumors and wars and rumors of wars in other countries and how these countries are our allies and maybe we have to step in globally to help them out, with our children being in the armed forces and uh, worrying about what will happen to them, it disturbs our peace. When we turn on the news and we hear about mass shootings, as a result, it ends in um, massive deaths you know, in our country. It's just terrible when we hear about domestic terrorism. We hear about sex trafficking and and. and domestic violence it disturbs our peace so the question is where do we go to find our peace where do we go because everything around us is so intrusive to our lives we 
as humans, we yearn and crave and demand and we scream out. We need peace. But for those that don't know Jesus Christ as the Prince of Peace, the notion or the theory of peace can become very elusive, even a figment of an imagination that never can be obtained. And for some, it will leave them feeling hopeless. It will lead their life in being in chaos and ultimately being in despair. Peace is so important to our lives that it is mentioned 329 times in the Bible. So uh, th this is how important peace is for our lives. So I'm going to give you a couple of scriptures to show you the importance of peace in our lives. In the book of John, the chapter, 16th chapter, verse 33, I'm going to tell you what Jesus says about peace. Jesus says, I have told you all this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth, you will have many trials and many sorrows. But take heart because I have overcome the world. This is Jesus telling us that he has told us about these trials and these sorrows that we're going to have to go through because of the world around us and the environment and the intrusiveness of the world around us. But he tells us to take heart because he's overcome this world. So we can obtain peace no matter what we go through. And in the book of Thessalonians, Thessalonians is book one and book two. So in book two of Thessalonians, the third chapter, the 16th verse, it says, Paul is speaking. He says, now may the Lord of peace, talking about Jesus, may the Lord of peace give peace himself, give you his peace at all times and in every situation. The Lord be with you all. Paul is saying to us, Paul is praying for us, and he says to us, may God, may the Lord Jesus give us peace at all times in every situation. Because Jesus says that peace is obtainable. Amen? In the book of Isaiah, verse 26, chap, um, chapter 26, verse 3, it says, you will keep in perfect peace. This is Isaiah speaking. You will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you. All those, all whose thoughts are fixed on you. So he's saying that if we keep our mind fixed on Jesus, no matter what the trial is, no matter what the circumstances and the struggle is, he will keep our minds in perfect peace. And like I said, that accident that happened to my daughter, unfortunate as it was, he gave me a peace. So I wasn't panicked and I wasn't crying and I wasn't afraid of what I might find or what had happened even before I even knew what happened. All I knew was that she had been in an accident on her way to work, but he gave me a peace to let me know that he had already taken care of it. In the book of John, 
chapter 14, verse 27. This is Jesus speaking now. Jesus said, I am leaving you with a gift of peace of mind and in heart. So Jesus leaves us before he goes to the Father with peace in our mind and in our heart. How wonderful is that? And he says, and the peace I give as a gift, the world can't give. So if the world can't give it, that means the world can't take it away. You understand? The world can't give you peace because Jesus gave the peace. So the world can't take away the peace that Jesus gives you. Like I said, no matter what the circumstances are, no matter what the struggle is, Jesus' peace surpasses our understanding. And so when he gave me that peace, that is the word of God. He says, peace surpasses all understanding. See, my, our knowledge is limited, no matter who we are. We can go to Harvard, we can went to Yale, we can went to Oxford and have doctrines upon doctrines upon doctrines. But it's not our intellect. Jesus said he is given to us according to the spirit. According to the spirit. And so intellectually, we can look at it, but we won't be able to understand it. But the spirit understands the peace and it brings about the peace in your mind, in your heart, and in your spirit. Amen. And this one I love. Listen to this. In Psalms 4, verse 8, it says, In peace I will lie down and sleep, for you alone, O Lord, will keep me safe. Woo! Woo! I don't know about anybody else, but there are some days where I am restless. Truly, truly restless. And it may not have gotten to me or, or, or been aware to me of what I'm restless. And it may be something that's in my um, subconscious. But David writes this psalm and he has the assurance he, has, he, gives, he gives an assurance to his spirit. He gives an assurance to his spirit. He says, in peace, I will lie down and sleep. For you alone, O Lord, will keep me safe. You alone, O Lord, will keep me safe. Amen. I mean, we, we would not... We, are not naive to know that there is no way that we could be protecting ourselves when we are sleeping. I don't care who you are. When you're asleep, you're asleep. You are defenseless. Anything could happen. But David tells us that God watches over us and he keeps us safe in our sleep, safely in our houses, Safely wherever we at, in our cars, anywhere we at, in the shelter, anywhere we're at, God is gonna watch over his children. That's who he is. Jesus is the great shepherd, and we are the sheep of his flock. And he will not let 
any of us stray and get lost, we have safety when we are with him because that is the peace that he gives us. That is the peace that he gives us. I love my father for that. So peace can be obtainable. In the book of Philippians chapter 4 verse 7 it says, And the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ. <laughs> Amen. And I want to give you I want to give you one more last scripture in the book of Proverbs. Proverbs 14:30 says, A peaceful heart leads to a healthy body. Jealousy is like a cancer in your bones. Do you see all the references in the Bible that is made to having peace in our lives and how important it is for us to seek it? It is almost as important as the air we breathe. I believe many believers pray daily for world peace and even those who are not. Peace should be like one of those things that are important on your list as you wake up to start your day. That you have peace at your job. That you leave peace in your homes. That wherever you go, you bring the peace of God with you. So everything around you can be in peace. Amen? I want to tell you about a story in the Bible that can be found in the book of Mark. Chapter 4, verses 35 to 41. I want to tell you about peace. Amen. So it says, on the same day in the evening had come, he, he, meaning Jesus, said to them, let us cross over to the other side. Now, when they had left the multitude, they took him along in a boat as he was. So this is the story set up before they get into the boat. Jesus has bought um, Jesus has fed a multitude of 5,000 or more people who had sat on a mountainside to hear him preach. And so um, Jesus was tired. Yes. Jesus and his humanity was tired. And so they got in a boat to go to the other side of the water. And Jesus went downstairs in the stern of the boat and he fell asleep on a pillow. And then all of a sudden, it says, now you could imagine that this terrible windstorm came in raging on the waters with waves and water that filled the boat. And Jesus is just peacefully sleeping on a pillow downstairs. Okay. And the boat is being tossed to and from. All right. Now, Jesus was wiped out. Um, you know, he was tired. He was asleep. I don't know if any any of us. I know I couldn't sleep in the, if a storm came and the to the boat the boat was tossing and turning. But um, that's me. That's me. Okay. But we talking about Jesus. You know, unless you Jesus. Okay. That's that ain't happening. So the story goes on to say that um, one of his apostles come downstairs and they say to him, "Teacher, do you not care that we?" are perishing so he came downstairs now imagine 
Jesus just performed a miracle in front of them all and fed over 5,000 people. He turned two fishes and five loaves of bread and fed over 5,000 people and still had 12 baskets of food left. They just seen this miracle. Now he's in the bottom of a boat sleeping and the winds and the waves are raging and they are terrified. Absolutely terrified of what they see. Okay? But Jesus gets up and says, then he arose, comes up to the top of the boat and he rebuked the wind and said to the sea, peace be still. Three words. Peace be still. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. But then he looks at them and he says to them, why are you so fearful? And they feared exceedingly and said to one another. They, I, I mean, think about it. The winds and the waves are all crashing around them. And all of a sudden, Jesus comes up and he just stands in the middle of the boat or the, or, or the front of the boat. And he tells the winds and the waves, hey, peace be still. And everything comes to a complete calm. Boof. The water becomes like glass. The winds stop raging. They just stop instantaneously. Now, I don't know about you. But like them, I would have been like, hey, uh, wow, that was amazing. <laughs> like, whoo, <laughs> this guy right here, huh, he is truly different. Yes. So it says that they became exceedingly feared and said to one another, who can this be that even the winds and the, and the sea obey him? <laughs> You see the power of, G of Jesus have? Do you see the power that Jesus can have over your life? Just as Jesus spoke to the winds and the waves, three words, and it brought about a great calm, Jesus can speak to the storms in our lives and bring about that same peace, the peace that surpasses all understanding. Not only is Jesus the storm chaser, but he is the lifeguard. You know why? Because our Jesus walks on water. Hallelujah. Praise God. Jesus walks on water. So why are we chasing something that, is, that, that we feel may be unattainable when Jesus said, I'm, I'm giving it to you. All I need to, for you to do is to accept it. Accept the peace that surpasses all understanding. In our trials, in our tribulation, in our struggles, in our circumstances, no matter what it is. No matter what it is, give it to God. He wants it. Because he wants to give you peace for it. He don't always take away the struggle. But he lets you know that he's the peace that's walking with you through the storm. That's who Jesus is. Peace be still. I remember a time in my life where I felt like all hell was breaking loose. It was a situation with my oldest daughter and it was bad. I didn't know what to do. Chaos had broken out. And so I put on a brave face. 
you know, in front of everybody. But when I was alone by myself, I began to weep uncontrollably. I had no peace about what had just occurred in front of me. So I reached out to a friend of mine, a sister in Christ, and she began to pray for me. And she began to pray God's peace over my mind and my heart and my spirit and over the circumstances. And as I was on the phone with her, she began to sing a worship song to God. And then suddenly, the peace that, that Jesus tells us will happen if we invite that peace into our, our circumstances. It began to rule over my heart, my mind, and my spirit. And I stopped crying. So there will be days and times in our lives and circumstances that are beyond our control that may even seem grim and no way out and chaos is just has ensued. But let me give you an assurance. This is an assurance. This is guaranteed you can take it to the back. You don't need to return it. There don't need to be a money back guaranteed on it. This is a guarantee. Jesus gives you peace. Jesus promised to speak peace in our lives that will rule over our hearts and our minds. Jesus promised to give us peace that, sur that surpasses all circumstances and all understanding in our brains. And so when we looking to get peace over our circumstances, all we have to do is to cry out to God cry out to God scream help Jesus I need help scream help Jesus I need help 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 me Lord and Jesus will give us peace in our circumstances because that's what he has promised us that's who he is he says peace be still Peace like a river flowing through our lives and over our situations. That's what he has promised us. He is the Prince of Peace. And there is nothing in our lives that Jesus don't already know about. He's just waiting for us to come and give him what it is that we want to give him. He says, take my yoke upon you because my yoke is easy but he tells us the invitation is to come on to me all that are weary and heavy burden bring your burdens to me bring your situations to me because they're not hopeless they're not helpless I'm just I'm giving you an invitation to come and find rest in me that is the invitation that Jesus gives us to find rest in him. So when we come to him, we have to come in desperation sometimes. You know, we have to come to him in truth. God already knows about it. It says in the word of God that he knows our thoughts before we think them. He knows our words before we speak them. But he still wants us to ask for help to seek him it says seek the kingdom of God first in our lives okay seek the kingdom of God first 
and his righteousness and all things will be added unto us. But the first thing we have to do is to seek him. Seek a relationship with him. And let him take care of everything else around us. Our marriages, our finances, our relationships, our children, our grandchildren, our jobs, the people on our jobs, our bosses, anything, everything. The professors, the teachers, the students, everything, anything. Because he says it in his word. That is one of his promises to us. He will keep those in perfect peace who mind is stayed on him. Let us fixate our mind on Jesus as he keeps us in perfect peace. As he sends his love to us. His great, unfailing, unconditional, unmeasurable love for us. Because we are his. Amen. So like I said, peace is obtainable. So we don't have to pursue it. Jesus gives it to us freely. All we have to do is ask for it. Pray for it. Amen. And amen. Well, I want to thank you for tuning in today to another episode of Ripples of Healing. Remember, I'm your favorite curly redhead, Mama D. And I bid you and God bless you to have a great day in the Lord. Amen. Thank you. Bye-bye.